Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg and no, it doesn't. Really great thing. Never gets old. <laughs> Truly. Um, Jordan, this is a really big day for us. Not only is it our 23rd podcast, which wow. is a very big number. I, we're both huge LeBron James fans. Uh, number 23 with Jim Carrey fans. We're also, I think we both just have a respect for the integer value, 23. It's a very important number, and I don't think a lot of people mm-hmm. give it enough credit. Blink-182 use it in a song or yeah. two. Um but it's it's a big number. Uh, this is, and yeah. I feel like it's very fitting that we do a very big movie Absolutely. to fill this slot. Yeah. Ever since day one of this podcast, I have been begging you to watch Logan. Yeah. And you finally did. Yeah. I you say it's because we were running out of content, but I think you secretly like I got to you, and you're like, is this movie good? Well, I mean, I am always looking at that poster. That's not even, that's the Wolverine, that's the prequel poster. Yeah, but I mean... Which you will probably never watch. Does, the, does that not, you couldn't see how that might <laughs> remind me of Logan. What, the huge poster with Wolverine on it? That's insane. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I cannot wait to start this podcast and mm. talk about Wolverine and Logan and yeah. X-23. Um, my only small concern about this is if you have anything negative to say about the movie, mm-hmm. I don't know what that means for our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> if oh, there's wow. ever been one I've been ready to defend to the death. To the death, you say. It's Hulk, <laughs> then it's Logan. Uh, first, yeah, the big two. <laughs> first, it's been, uh, you know, we haven't seen each other in a while. Not right? since the last podcast. Really? And that was Monday? Yeah. I feel like we could have last been, Monday. Well, we went days, to IHOP. Yeah. yeah, on Friday. Yeah, okay. And I saw Third Eye Blind, mm-hmm. which was lovely. Semi charm kind of life. Mm-hmm. That guy's fifty three. Do you know that? Hmm. I did not. They got founded after their first gig they ever played. They got signed. Wow. They had their. How old were they for their first gig? Thirty. No. Well, first gig with the band. They had all played in other bands. Okay. Well, not all of them. A couple of them. So they're kind of like a little regional super group. Like they, uh, they, they were kind of. I don't know if it's reasonable. Reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they did come from different places. <laughs> uh, they might have come from far away and just moved there and been like, "Yo, I want to form Third Eye Blind." And other yeah. ones like, "Yeah." Well, I was just thinking like if the they'd been in former bands, maybe one guy was a guitarist and he was in a pretty big band that toured in the local oh, area. Sure. So he had he it's had connections. Entirely possible. Stuff. One yeah. member could have been like I don't know from the Beatles or something insane, <laughs> yeah. and then he just joined. Yeah, Third what was Eye George Harrison doing at that time? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. He was definitely still alive, so that's on the table. Do we have any knowledge of Ringo's whereabouts? Uh, it's we don't. I, I want some. How do I do that in a Ringo voice? I want something else. <laughs> that's not a very good Ringo yeah. impression. Uh, what's what's a what's a good Ringo song that I can use to get into? It don't come easy. Got to pay your dues when you want to sing the blues. Don't pass me by. Oh, that's that's pretty Ringo. <sighs> Yeah, I can't do it. Honestly, uh, I need to do a Ringo impression. Fun fact, too, uh, for the viewers, Mm. and this is going to be a fun throwback for you, the very first time we hung out on our own outside of class, Mm -hmm. uh, I invited you over to my dorm room, which Mm -hmm. was right across the hallway. Very close. This was about five years ago. Almost to the day. Uncanny. Yeah, pretty Um, close. I don't know what day it was, but it was around the same time. Yeah, it might have been September. 
because we, well, we definitely went to class together for a few weeks before we yeah. got the courage to walk across the <laughs> hall to each other's room. Uh, and we started playing Call of Duty Nazi Zombies, and you were very bad at it. Yes. I do not do console <laughs> shooters. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was just being polite. This is what I offer my guests, because yeah. I'm very good at console shooters. Yeah. And I'm also very competitive, so I wasn't very happy to be doing as poorly as I was. <laughs> well, it lasted about 15 minutes, then we played guitar. Yeah. And I thought at the time that your voice sounded just like Ringo's. That was my first impression of your music. Yeah. And here we are. What a compliment. You, the Ringo of all podcasts. Of podcasts <laughs> and all music I know. Anyway, yeah. Third Eye Blind. Mm-hmm. So their 20-year anniversary tour, that's what I just saw. Mm-hmm. So they were 33 when they were discovered. Or this guy was. Yeah. The re- he could be way older than the rest of the band. I haven't really looked up the, yeah. the ages. I was just very impressed that he's 33. And yeah, I mean, definitely if you're playing music in local venues at 33, you don't think it's about to turn around for you. No. You think you're going to be... And then this turned around in a pretty yeah. big way. They played their set with two of their three hits, or they only had like yeah. a couple... But they had Jumper and Semi-Charmed Life wow. locked and loaded, ready to go. Those they are played good them. singles. I know. And the, that's what the guy heard. He yeah. saw them. And Nick also told me, uh, this was on Wikipedia, they had a mosh pit, but they had a pinata, and they had been practicing with this, mm-hmm. and they filled the pinata with crickets. And oh, then God. they threw it into the audience. <laughs> that's terrifying. And it was called the Cricket Pit. And wow. I, I think this also happened during their first gig. Wow, that's just like a nightmare. <laughs> well, like apparently. you burst it out, like, oh, what are we going to get? What are we going to get? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> crickets. So huh. that's, I mean, wow. it's, it's, yeah, I think that's, if you're trying to I make mean, it big, that might be something you look into. Yeah, cricket. Pinata. <laughs> Maybe anything well, that's been done before. What about cricket beach ball? That's not been done Cause, before. Because they that's won't on pop the, the beach ball, but they'll be like, What's, is there something moving Is there inside? drugs inside? Oh, God, it's crickets. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, or we could do spiders. What about granddaddy long Ooh, legs? spiders. <laughs> yeah. That would be, honestly, that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. I would hate to have some form of ball, ball or pinata <laughs> crack open and spiders are inside. Yeah. I would hate that and yeah. never listen to the band again. Right. Uh, but no crickets, you would be... Crickets, I'm okay with. If I was in the cricket cave pit, crickets? What like like the ones that are in like the basement that are like have this crouching... The ones that look like spiders? Body. Yeah, kind no, of spider Yeah, I'm not going to do those. No, what about no, house sir. centipedes? Those are my all-time least favorite bug. House centipedes? Do you not know what that looks like? The right furry ones? No. They're the kinds with... Uh, they have short legs at the beginning. Their legs get longer as they go back. I have no idea what this is. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up a picture. Is this an Alabama this. thing? Uh, no, I've, where you're I've natively seen them in Virginia. from? You have. I have. Well, I've lived in Virginia my whole life, and I've never seen them. So, huh? yeah, forgive I, me, but I think you're a liar. I have not seen one in Charlottesville or Harrisonburg, but I've seen them in Richmond. Hmm. Maybe they're localized in Richmond. Well, I guess there's a chance that they. I don't know. Like, what if they were in? Like a piece of furniture from ours from Alabama, and then we moved. Yeah, and, and then you they brought just bred. Them yeah. yeah, could you imagine? Yeah, well, these are pretty horrible. So, <laughs> like, if if we were responsible for that, we should probably be gunned down in the street or something. <laughs> That's just my casual recommendation. This is what it looks like. Oh, that is terrifying. Yeah, I've never seen that. Those are pretty big too. Oh, they're like they're man. like this big. No, thank you. Yeah, there's another, like. 
Um, I don't know why that picture is so like, may, I mean, I've seen a lot of bugs that I could not identify, especially in my youth. I feel like there's... Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, <laughs> they're bad. And they, they like to be in, like, baths and stuff. Oh, that's where I hate my <laughs> bugs. <laughs> I hate when bugs are oh, in baths. Oh, and, and here's my last house centipede memory. I remember once lying in bed... Oh, God. And, and seeing oh, one no. on the ceiling... And, uh-huh. and being like, oh, God, that's gross. Or it might have been on the wall adjacent to my bed. But anyway, he was above my bed. Yeah. And then I saw that, and I got up like, oh, that's gross. And then he fell onto my bed, and I couldn't find him. Oh. And, and I was like, it was like at 3 a.m. or something. And you like, weren't going to put in the effort to find him that late. Well, I, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, I got to go to sleep so I can go for school. But I'm not sleeping in a bed with his house centipede. So you changed your sheets. I I. Honestly, do not remember how that was resolved. I think the bug sort of crawled into your brain, and now yeah. you're a bug person. You think one of these controls me? Yes, I would make a lot of um, that would you know explain a lot of your that crazy. Movie I actually tastes. used to I used to not be funny at all, and I was a jock. And, and <laughs> this night happened, and you love Marvel films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. If yeah. I, if, it's an art house bug. Can we do a, a back in time podcast where I go and remove this bug from your room? <laughs> and then you like Marvel movies, and we just yeah. talk about the greatest moments from Hulk and Thor. Dude, you know, he had, like, big muscles, and he, like, smashed things. I feel like cool. I don't talk like that. I feel like you can depend on all of No, at least what Jordan used to talk like. Oh, uh, man. Dude. Well, I'm upset I missed that. Nah, dude. He's um, still here in spirit. <laughs> great. Um, to shift gears a bit, uh-huh. my movie passed boned me for the very first time. Well, how's I want to talk about this movie that I saw. Oh, Geostorm. I did not see Geostorm. Damn. When I, are you going to see Geostorm? If I went in... Just go for the first 30 minutes. You can leave. I See, and I really wanted to do that with this movie. So many times yeah. I was like, but they kept at the bare... They gave me the bare minimum to make <laughs> me want to stay. The absolute bare minimum. All right, what was the film? The, mov- the movie was called Only the Brave. You might have heard of it. The cast is pretty solid. I, I'm not familiar. It sounds kind okay, of patriotic. It's, it's about uh, the Granite Heights Fire Squadron or something. So basically, this is a, based on a true story mm-hmm. of this team of not firefighters, but when fighting forest fires, hmm. they dig trenches and stuff. Yeah. And they're like on the scene of a forest fire and they're okay. evacuating towns they're not technically putting out the fire. Right, they're, they're just containing it. Yes, and they're creating controlled burns and stuff to mm-hmm. keep the fire from spreading. It's a very intense-looking job. Mm-hmm. This movie, was it started off very weak. Mm-hmm. and Good. <laughs> Promising. <laughs> the opening, it had... A lot of great movies start right. terribly. Yeah. <laughs> so and I went in because what else is playing? Nothing. What does this have on fucking Rotten Tomatoes, which I use as a crutch? <laughs> yeah, if only. It had a 91. That's pretty good. And I'm like, okay, well, so I think Wonder Woman has a 91. So if anything, I leave... As much as, you know, I enjoyed Wonder Woman, I will have that same Yeah, not opinion. it didn't get there? Oh, God. Well, <laughs> all right, so here's my problem with the movie. Everything, and you know, I brought this up in the previous podcast, 70% of my opinion of a film is how well it ends. So you can have a good ride. If you have a shit ending, that ruins the film for me. Right, but if you have an amazing ending, it can pull it back around. Absolutely. And this ending had a very incredible scene. Okay, so did it pull it around? It did. It got so wow. the movie was a zero until I saw the ending, and it was a seventy. Wow, a C. It got by with a C minus. Sure, like it, if if you if we were to sit down and watch it, would yeah. you fast forward to the end? C. How much do I need for the ending to matter? 
all the movie. Really? You kind of need to get attached to these people. Hmm. I, can I spoil it for you? Can I just spoil the entire movie? You're not going to see it. There's no way. They will be it. brave or whatever it's called. Only the brave. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you're looking up the wrong movie. <laughs> Let me just paint a picture. I'll just go detail by detail. Mm-hmm. I really do want to describe this ending scene to you because it's amazing. Okay. But I'll just touch give me, on the Give me the beats. Loosely. The beats. Uh, so... Josh Brolin, first of all, Josh Brolin is an incredible actor. I love him in everything that he's in. Yeah. I am so goddamn excited Maybe for him to be Gangster Thanos. Squad? I did not. Well, he was fine in Gangster Squad. He was not the problem with Gangster Squad. No. I don't know. I can't remember what the problem with Gangster Squad <laughs> the was. The whole movie was just problems. kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah. It just was very average. Yeah. The squad of gangsters wasn't really that intimidating. Well, either. and it's such a cool... like. Like what a what a home run of an idea! Oh, let's do a cool modern gangster film yeah. that hasn't been done in a while. Yeah. I bet audiences would really enjoy that. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, that might be neat. I'll go see that in Grafton, not in an actual theater. No, you paid three dollars. <laughs> you might have even got one of my comps. Yeah, but uh, no, they totally whiffed that one. So <laughs> let's let's uh, hear this. So it starts with just boys being boys. They're controlling the fire. Mm-hmm. And first, I there are zero faults with Josh Brolin in this entire movie. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's probably the bare minimum that kept me staying to yeah. watch this movie. And see, if I left, like Geostorm, if I left during Geostorm, it could be amazing at the end. That's my problem with leaving early, especially in the theater. I've never done it before. I don't know if I can, can bring myself to do it. Can you get back into the theater with your movie pass? Like, you have a ticket stub? Yeah, like you, get you, a could, ticket you could watch the, the you beginning. Get a you could go to McDonald's and you uh, could come, come back, back for the climax. Yeah. Maybe, but I feel like. Because I feel like that's how action, or not action, disaster movies work. It's big disaster at the beginning, then disaster. This is just sort of. There's a, so it would rotate in between okay scenes and terrible scenes. Mm, that's so, tough. Yeah, so the first scene is Josh Brolin and he's with his wife. And she's like, it, they just shove everything down your throat. Every message, mm-hmm. there's no subtlety in this film. No, no subtext. No subtext. Just text. <laughs> just text. So it opens with Josh Brolin and his wife, and she's fixing the dishwasher, and they're just saying, like, oh, she's a man's man. Like, mm-hmm. she can hold her own in a fight or whatever. Sure. She's very attractive, too. So it's just struck me as a Bud Light Southern <laughs> movie, and they're drinking Bud Light throughout the movie, so I'm oh. kind of enjoying that part. Like I Very was post Malone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was constantly wishing every time I looked at the screen, like I want to be drinking Bud Light and watching this. Yeah, because I feel like I would just hang with these guys. Like, how, how much better would the ending have been if you'd had six Bud Lights throughout the movie? I would have still loved it. It's not a complex ending. Yeah, I would still look at it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it'd be better. If you're yeah, oh, it. I, well, I don't know. It was better because I was expecting nothing, and sober, yeah. I got all of it. Huh. I got 70% of movie. Wow. Um, so, start, I'm just going to, just the beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, the very first scene, Josh Brolin, and then they go fight a fire, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just the boys being boys, they're chatting, and the dialogue is fucking terrible. Sure. One of them is saying, yo, I slept with this girl last night, she was a home run, she was amazing. Then she, then we're having pillow talk after that, and she says, "I can't believe that it's the not butter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that the um, what is the monument with the four president faces on it? Uh, <laughs> that's actually, you know, the interesting thing about Mount Rushmore, which that's called, is that yeah. was naturally occurring. That is exactly what the joke was. <laughs> exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. And then everyone's like, "Whoa, you dated an idiot or something." And then that same guy, he's like playing the field throughout oh, the movie. Miles so Teller, yeah. <laughs> what a killer, killer, killer. <laughs> you would have hated that if you were there. <laughs> Miles Teller is a loser 
pot smoker. He lives on his mom's couch, and he just impregnated this yeah. attractive Art girl. Art imitates life, I guess, in <laughs> yeah. this case. <laughs> yeah. He impregnates this girl, and his mom's like, you need to get a fucking job. Get out of my house. And he goes to the fire squad, mm-hmm. and he's just a slacker, and he's like, Josh Brolin, please give me a job. And Josh Brolin has been interviewing these people all day who are worthy candidates. Yeah. And then he's like, I, something about him. He's he's in. He's in the squad. And he's just doing these very dumb things throughout the movie that you're like, why Josh Brolin? But he's growing and he's becoming a man mm-hmm. and he's seeing his child more and he's providing for his his ex-lover it's pretty and wholesome. stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of wholesome in this movie. Yeah. So anyway, that guy who was playing the field talking about the naturally recurring Washington <laughs> or memor- or monument uh, at the end. The worst line of the film, right before the ending, where I was literally about, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And then the ending happened, so I was safe. Mm-hmm. Um, they revealed that it was constructed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the twist. Uh, he's talking about this girl that Miles Teller introduced him to that he's falling in love with. Mm-hmm. And they're just boys being boys. He's saying, or one of the guys says, oh, she's playing hard to get. And he's like, whew, bro, more like hard to forget. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's um, what I felt during the movie. Man. So, let me just tell you the ending of this movie, because it's really quite incredible, and you wouldn't have expected it. Yeah. going Because there's two hours of that, what I just described to you. Two hours, and then the last ten minutes is really great. Yeah. Uh, so there's 20 of these guys. There's a huge fire at the end of the film, and you kind of get the feeling that Josh Brolin is going to die. Throughout the entire film, just because he sort of makes peace with his wife, they have a f- arguments, yeah. uh, and then he sh- he j- keeps having this dream about a bear that's on fire running through the woods, like mm. into a fire, and it, it's sort of you kind of get the vibe he's gonna die. Yeah. So he goes with the nineteen other dudes, and they go protect this fire, or they stop the fire from hitting the town. Miles Teller gets separated. He tells them to go scout, or uh, Josh Brolin tells Miles Teller to go scout out. Um, a different location to see where the fire is spreading. Yeah. Miles Teller sees, oh, fuck, the fire is picking up speed, and it's going four times as fast as we thought. Hmm. So Josh Brolin and all the 19 other dudes, they get in their fire pouches or whatever that protect them from fire. You just yeah. lay on the ground, and it's sort of whatever. You're mm-hmm. protected. Right. Miles Teller uh, meets up back in the town, and he takes some troops. After the fire dies down, mm-hmm. uh, they go to find them in their pouches, and all of them are dead. They have all been incinerated in the most brutal fashion. And Miles Teller, throughout the entire movie, kind of gets, like, nobody wants him around. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a fuck up. But now he's, like, the only guy. Yeah, so (laughs) the grief counselors and everyone in this town, like, all the wives and families of all of these fire people are Mm -hmm. gathered in the community center. Yeah. And they hear one person has survived this thing. Everyone else is dead. And they are all banking on their husband coming through. Yeah. And it's Miles Teller walks through (laughs) these doors. And they all look at him and start crying. And there are children crying, and it's Uh, just brutal. And you see Miles Teller, like, the whole movie is like, damn, I thought I was starting to turn my life around. I guess people uh, still fucking hate me. Yeah, that's not the way you reveal that information. (laughs) You say, oh, yeah, no, they, yeah, they definitely (laughs) fucked up. Uh, But although I don't think the grief counselors in their defense knew who it was. Uh, so you probably just call all the yeah. families individually, not group them together. They group them <laughs> together, so the grief counselor could talk to them all at once. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and they were just, it was this entire auditorium of crying women and children. Yeah. It was crazy to see. Huh. Uh, so I leave the theater with like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. That was very interesting. 70% C minus. Yeah. Not a waste of a night. I got to eat some popcorn. Mm-hmm. Although that dialogue did really. Yeah, that's those, rough. Oh, those, there was some very bad dialogue. <laughs> um, and oddly enough, there was a firefighter who looked like Joey, my old roommate, mm. slash friend since first grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joey kind of wants to be a firefighter. And I was yeah. just like, you should watch this movie. You'd love it. <laughs> Which is sort of his brow of film. Yeah. He's probably listening to this. <laughs> and he will be giving his radio the middle finger. Yeah. Uh, I can see it now. <laughs> uh, anyway, what do you say we talk about Thor Ragnarok a little? And it's got really good reviews. 99%. And if I've learned anything about Rotten Tomatoes, you can see a high score and go into the theater and it will deliver every time. I definitely, I don't think it'll be a masterpiece because it's Marvel (laughs) and there's always a couple things, but I think it'll be like homecoming level. I think it'll be very, very good. I've heard it's Marvel's funniest film. It's their most self-aware film. I did read something... It didn't say masterpiece, but it's eluded something like that. I was reading all the Rotten Tomatoes. I could very easily believe this will be my favorite Marvel film. I can also believe this that is about you. The, the the other two things I've seen by this director were both like home runs. Oh, you you loved those movies. I yeah. thought you just like really enjoyed them. Nah, they're just very funny. Like uh, his his sense of humor, like. The New Zealand sense of humor is yeah. just so dry. I am so... St- How does this fit into Thor? Yeah. I am baffled. Well, Thor's always kind of had a bit of cheekiness in it, but... But this no, seems like... Nothing close <laughs> to this. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. so curious about. 99 fucking percent. What do you think it's going to drop to? Uh, I don't think it'll go below 90. Because right now... No, it definitely won't go below 90, but I'm thinking... Right now, the highest MCU movie is 94. Hmm. I think it's Civil War. Avengers is 92. Guardians. I would have thought... uh, Homecoming Homecoming. actually might be number one. I just saw the top five. I would have thought that was highest. The thing about, like, Avengers... That that one's so solid. Yeah. That is just a rock-solid movie. When I watched uh, The Avengers, it had a 94 for, like, the entire year it Hmm. came out. And then just people keep going back to these very big movies, and then they'll be like, oh, this isn't so great. So it dropped down to a 90. Avengers, not so great. It's amazing. (laughs) Six out of six, Avengers. Um... So that had a 92 after six years or mm-hmm. whatever of people just taking a dump. Has Guardians? What's Guardians is a 91 now. That was originally a 94 when I saw it. Okay. So that has also dropped a good amount. Logan, which we are about to get into, was a mm-hmm. 94. Now I believe it's a 92. Hmm. I think Wonder Woman has also dropped one or two points. Yeah. But I'm not positive. But I think... I don't know what Civil War is, but it's either Civil War or Homecoming is the highest ranked MCU film. Yeah. At a 94%, which is, I'm, this is 99. And I know it will drop at least, probably to a 96. What if it goes up? <laughs> to a 100? They make up, the, there's already rotten scores, but they just get over Well, there's only one rotten score right yeah. now. And that guy changes his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Could you do that on Rotten Tomatoes? I have no idea. I feel like if you're a critic... Because your your taste constantly changes. Well, not constantly. Like every few years or so, mm-hmm. you and you go back to like, oh, that movie was really good, and I shit on it. Or the opposite. Yeah, or the opposite. Yeah. Do you think they ever have that problem, and they have to live with that on their record for the rest of their lives? I think Ebert has re-reviewed stuff hmm. um, from Beyond the Grave. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
spooky. I mean, it's probably, honestly, just a different person masquerading as him. <laughs> but we'll so far, know. they're buying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is odd. But, you know, uh, one that uh, Ebert really missed the mark on was Wet Hot American Summer. He trashed he that movie. He didn't and get he, it. And he just did not get it. That it's, is a cinema masterpiece. I don't know about masterpiece. It's very hard to, un- to, it, to be in that niche yeah, of it comedy. Is, it is my favorite comedy of all time. The second is Waiting for Guffman. It's up there. Yeah. <laughs> you made it to number two. Uh, what, what would you consider My Cousin Vinny? Is that a comedy? That's a, yeah, that's definitely a comedy. Okay, then that's also, that's probably that's number two. a very funny film. Very good. And also, it's just have a huge nostalgic factor for, for My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Watched that a lot as a kid. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> my dad was like, don't tell your mother about this. Yeah. My parents were just like, that's just how they talk. <laughs> they're just, they're from a different culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New York. New York. <laughs> we were in Alabama though, so. Okay. We were getting a lot of kicks of them being in Alabama. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, before we get into Logan, even I, though uh, the road signs have Georgia on them, yeah. wasn't filmed in Alabama. It's a uh, little, little cinema goof oh, for the fans. Why did they do it in Alabama? Joe, oh, just because the death penalty. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They, I mean, that's the and most. Alabama's just like funnier. Like Alabama is the most of the southern states. Like Mississippi, Mississippi? Mississippi's pretty bad, but I feel like Alabama. I don't know, maybe it's something about Birmingham and, like, the capital of Confederacy being there. Mm. It just makes it, like, the center, the epicenter of southerness. <laughs> <laughs> that, the, um, the capital like, because Florida is also really crazy. But it's also, it's, it's, there's it's a lot got of too like, many cities yeah, and Orlando. And yeah, there's some cool shit. And Georgia has Atlanta, which makes it kind of above. Yeah. Mississippi just kind of has no cities. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> like, sort of do the opposite. They have, they have Oxford, which I think is where Ole Miss is. <sighs> That would be a Starkville, which I is where not imagine Mississippi living in Mississippi. Is. Yeah, there's not a lot going on in Mississippi. There's zero. I don't even know what the on. capital is. Maybe it's Oxford. Who knows? No, it's not. It's um, Jackson. Shit. <laughs> no, might... Jacksonville's Florida. No, but there's. I'm some... from the South. I should know. <laughs> well, I memorized all the state capitals in the third grade, so I thought North Dakota, Bismarck, Bismarck. That one's easy for some reason. I don't know why. I feel like everyone. Well, I didn't knows know it Bismarck. until just now. <laughs> South Dakota. I oh. don't know. Not Bismarck. Ah, oh, fuck. St. Pierre. Yes. Wow. Good call. <laughs> Good call. I never memorized them. <laughs> oh, what's Delaware? Uh, Dover, you idiot. Is it? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. We should have a states challenge on one of these. New York is Albany. Or, I mean, yeah, not it's... now, but in the future. All right. Here, let's just each pick one more state. The other person has to guess it. Okay. California. Sacramento. Damn. Okay, and then my state is. I have to know it as well. That's the tricky <laughs> part. Uh, See, I know most of them. Mm, Idaho. No, do you know it? If you're suggesting it, no, I don't. That's the only one I don't know. <laughs> Ask me, Idaho. Yeah, that seems like a trap. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Virginia. <laughs> That's not the capital of Idaho. <laughs> no, I'm I'm giving one to you. Oh, Richmond. I'm not gonna actually <laughs> give you. You just Virginia. said I'm giving one to you. Yeah. You can understand my confusion. We're in Virginia. I'm not going to tell you Virginia. Okay. This is very off topic. You should edit this all out of the podcast. Just the state game. All right. Uh, Alabama. Fuck. Montgomery. Yeah. Ah. Huzzah. I I thought since I said Birmingham, that might still be fresh in your brain. Yeah, it wasn't. I forgot. A lot of people think Birmingham is... Capital of the Confederacy. Yeah. You think that's why they changed it to Montgomery? To distance themselves from that? I don't know. It might have been Montgomery before 
Birmingham Maybe. was the capital of Confederacy. You know, Richmond was also the capital of Confederacy. I've lived in both. Wow. Yeah. Southern man. Coincidence, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> With your millipede brain. <laughs> um, so, before we get into Logan, I have one more sidebar. Okay. Uh, you said you're going to Gatlinburg, mm-hmm. uh, which is early November. Yes. And then I assume you're driving back. Yes. I will be gone until the 6th. Okay. Or 7th. So are you, does that mean you're driving home again for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Ugh. While driving to Alabama, actually, which is further. That is further. Yeah. Wow. November will be a driving month <laughs> for me. Well, I'll probably be listening to all these podcasts that we're recording because <laughs> I haven't listened great. to any of them. Oh, they're all stellar. Yeah. I, I just, you know, fact check them and stuff to think, yeah. like, what points did I make that were really good? What could I have done better to convince mm-hmm. Jordan why he should love See, I'm pretty sure I'm batting a perfect score. Every argument has That's landed. crazy because I feel like I'm doing the exact <laughs> same thing. And there's no such thing as 200%. Um, anyway, well, I figured you as much. So mm-hmm. my father told me to invite you to our Thanksgiving at oh. the cabin. Uh, mm-hmm. And I thought we could do a fun uh, pod there oh, where we just yeah. interview... I have, like, cousins that are all under the age of 15, and we get, like, five <laughs> minutes of each of them just talking about Marvel. Uh, and then it will close off. We'd get my dad, and he'd just, like, talk about Glengarry Glen Ross. So Has he seen Glengarry Glen Ross? He loves Glengarry oh, Glen Ross. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> Great film. But I'm seeing, there's a lot of material in this spot, and then we get we call it Kids Say the Darndest Things About Marvel or something <laughs> like that. Uh, Alas, I will be in Alabama. Yeah. Well, if you change your mind, or if, mm. if your car breaks down, or if a friend like takes a tire from your car. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a threat? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just saying if. Um, that's on the table. I mean, we'll have yeah. other opportunities for you yeah. to meet my family. Hmm. It seems like you keep shying away every time I invite <laughs> you to meet my family. Every my time. folks. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> every year. Um, so what do you say, we talk about a little movie called Logan. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame because I told you to watch it. Uh, did you watch... Oh, I watched Lucky Logan. Oh, no! <laughs> what They're probably dilemma. similar. Uh, they're they're they both about Logan. They're apart. Um, so, going into this... Well, you got to hit your review. I will. I want... My father gave it a three out of five. Okay. He said a good movie overall, which mm-hmm. he doesn't like a lot of movies that I show him, especially superhero movies. Mm-hmm. He gave Guardians a 3 out of 5 as well. So that's wow. really the yeah. only one else that he it, he sat through, basically. Yeah. His, you should try Homecoming. He, no. You don't think so? He will not like any... Well, what does he think about Pixar movies and, like, kids kind of movies really like that? not really like them. Okay, then yeah, no. Yeah. I don't... That won't land. I don't understand. He's an odd man, which is why I'm thinking, you know, great podcast, because he's just... He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he'll listen to this eventually too (laughs) I'm pissing off all of our fans Um, anyway so I think you are going to give his problem with the film he did not care about any of the characters which I think is going to be a similar discrepancy although you love Stephen Merchant (laughs) do you love Stephen Merchant? I mean I do like him he's in the Richard podcast were you surprised that he was in the radio show yeah, when I saw him, I was like, okay. oh, look, yeah. Stephen Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a ghost. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought you'd say. Um, so I think you're going to give this probably similar to what you... My goal, at least, hmm. anything below what you gave Wonder Woman, I will be <laughs> so distraught. 
Um, and you know, I'll try to argue. Obviously, yeah. I'll try to argue my way to the top. My uh-huh. my opinion. Maybe there's a lot of stuff that you missed. A lot of content. Yeah, a lot of a lot of subtext. I have seen this movie. It came out in March. It's October. I've seen this movie four times. Wow. I love it. It is my favorite film of 2017. Yeah. And it is my probably my favorite X-Men movie. Days of Future Past is really close because that does a lot of stuff like this did with nostalgia. Days of Future Past, like, they sort of fucked up the X-Men franchise and then brought it back with that. Like, even yeah. the old X-Men. I'm looking at the poster yeah, on the shoulder it's, it's right now. Yeah, it's next to Logan. <laughs> so they brought it back and they fixed it. So it was like your childhood being reborn and you're like a kid again. Kind of what you felt during Homecoming, I guess. And then... Uh, Logan is watching your childhood die, and you are, I mean, because I grew up, Logan is my fucking And you're like one of the kids helping kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Even, well, they didn't kill. The kids? (laughs) No, the kids didn't kill Logan. No, no, but they kill everything else. Yeah. (laughs) They're murderous children. Yeah. Um, this movie for me is six out of six Avengers. Yeah. I would, if well, you, that's expected, <laughs> if the rules would allow it, I'd give it seven out of six with the two, with the Hulk or the yeah. tall ant. I, I say just give it a six out of six, six out of but six. You, since it's, you can put X-Men people at the table if you'd like. All right. I'm going to put the whole gang there. Uh, Logan, rest in peace. Uh, Patrick Stewart, rest, rest in, in peace. peace. <laughs> um, Cyclops, rest in peace. I didn't know he died. He died in, uh, well, actually, well, they all died in this film um, prior. The director of this directed The Wolverine, and he also directed 310 to Yuma, which is why this has such a Hmm. Western film. And that's a pretty well-received movie as well. That's, I really enjoy 310 to Yuma. Don't know if you've seen it. I've not. It's pretty good. Um, So I'm going into this movie expecting, when I hear the reviews, uh, this is I, one of the reviews was it's the Unforgiven with claws, hmm. and I really do enjoy the Unforgiven. I think that's a four out of five for me. Um, anyway, they bring Cyclops back at the end of Days of Future Past, so he's kind of alive, but he's dead again because all the X Men are dead in yeah. this movie. Um, Storm, Jean Grey, Rogue. Um, that's that's six. That's yeah, all six. That's all the gang you need. The, all the whole gang here. Um, all right, we are going to dive right into this. Also, may I point out, before we do dive into it, uh, the background of my phone has been the burial <laughs> of Logan since I watched this movie. <laughs> I have not changed it because it is still such a big part yeah. of my heart. Likewise, um, mine is a picture of clouds. Yeah, upside you down. do really love Cloud Atlas. <laughs> that is why, yeah. <laughs> um, so... The director, as I was saying a second ago, at the beginning of this movie, wanted to put in a scene. They mentioned this in the movie. I don't know if you pick up on it. Hmm. Patrick Stewart is having brain aneurysms yeah, throughout. Seizure. Seizures. Aneurysms are like a dying. Well, yeah. Sure. So he's, he's <laughs> accidentally killing on people. Yeah. And it, it is implied, they never explicitly say it, but it is implied that he killed all of the X-Men in the school at the X-Men. Or at the X-Men. Wow. Solo Minte? Yes. Hmm. And they said that, like, they bring it up a couple times once. Uh, so, wait, he killed Cyclops? He killed all of them. Wow, but just one big burst? With one burst? big burst. And would Logan it, it survived oh, okay. because he has the healing factor. Oh. So then they escaped. To so it works on his brain? On Logan's brain? No. Well, oh, yeah, no. Well, you can see him navigating through the movie. He's obviously yeah. avoiding the. Well, so's the kid. The kid lives when. Yeah, but she, she was not in the X Mansion at the time. Okay, so this. They just have healing factors. That's the only way. It's not really affecting people's brains. It's physically. It's like. Uh, it's not like mind control. 
he, it's like a seizure. Well, for him, well, but, I'm, I'm saying like the it, people seize up, not like yeah. a seizure. Sure, seizure yeah, on the yeah. Ground, it's not like a brain thing. Yeah. I think it's just physically like they cannot move, and it yeah. is like killing them. Well, I assume the one at the X Mansion was much stronger than yes. the one that happened. Sure, in Vegas it's, in it's probably before Logan realizes fuck, he needs his medicine. Yeah, um, and then they get him medicine. So that is brought up by what's his face with the robot claw, robot mm-hmm. hand yeah. in the limo. Really love that dude as a villain. I, and that hand is really fucking cool. He does that one thing where yeah, like, his fingers it rolls go over the top. Yeah. And back. Um, loved him as a villain. Uh, anyway, he brings it up like, oh, you shouldn't have brought that guy back like he murdered all your friends. It's much more subtle than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it is brought up again on the radio when he's driving Daphne Keene, X-23, yeah. to Minnesota right after Patrick Stewart dies. Or maybe it's on the way to Vegas. At some point, they're in the car together, and he turns off the radio. X-23, you say? Yes, the kid. For the 23rd podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs> now, and I was wondering, what else does they're great about the number 23? Yeah. Daphne Keene, guess how old she is? 23. She's not. <laughs> she is 12. Yeah, Can you believe, believe that? That? <laughs> that is the most impressive. Because well, there's, there's a part. I saw some. Like, there, the actress is Well, there's, there's a piece of paper at some point in the movie with her information on it. Yeah. She says she's 130-something months old. And so I was like, oh, that makes her like 11 or 12. Of course, she'd be doing math. (laughs) No, the actress is 12. Yeah. Does that not fucking blow your mind? I mean, I'm curious how they did a lot of her fight scenes. Like the spear through the leg? Yeah. Well, what what I really liked about um, the way she fought is it was very feral. Yes. Like, Like she was just like a little, like a, a... like rabid animals, yes, like just absolutely. crawling over people and yeah. climbing and stabbing. And Wolverine them and stuff. is old as fuck. Yeah, and he he's just kind of a big yeah. lumbering yep. tower of yeah. claws. I mean, he fought like that back in the day. Yeah, back in I mean, that's just it, how he does. The stunts didn't look that great back in two thousand no. when he was fighting. This pulls out all the stops. Um, so Logan, at the very beginning of this film, is a limo driver mm-hmm. saving up to buy the Sunseeker, which is a boat him and Professor X are going to leave on yeah. uh, and go carry out the rest of their days in peace. Yeah. Then they are presented with X-23, Logan's daughter. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've also mentioned everyone in this movie is dead. <laughs> um, and, you know... The shenanigans ensue. He has mm-hmm. to get this girl up to Canada. To Eden. To Eden. A place he doesn't believe exists. Yes. That's chocked full of imagery right there and mm-hmm. symbolism. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the villain, first of all? The guy with the mech hand. Mm, I, it's fine. Just okay? Yeah. He was oh. kind of just a guy. Because he doesn't... loved him. He doesn't have anything extra sinister about him. Like, he didn't have, like... Uh, it was probably a bad immediate thing to get to. But, like, the Wonder Woman bad lady had, like, the weird plastic things on her face. Yeah. Or the plaster, like, face thing. Okay. That made her really distinctive and eerie looking. But this guy had a mechano hand. A mechanical hand, yeah. A lot of robot hands in superhero movies before, though. Like, I think he's fine. I don't think he's bad sure. or anything. But I don't think he's, like, a... He's not the Joker. I just think he had a certain <laughs> swagger about him that made me just... And, like, when, when they confront them at the ranch or the... The silo, wherever they're hiding out. I guess and he, he's like, hold boys. Like, he yeah. keeps... I've watched him this scene four times. I've just, like... I keep analyzing his movements. I mean, I, I guess if you're trying to compare it to a Western, he could make... I, I'd believe if you cast him in a Western as, like, 
a, a gunsman who just rode into town who's the fastest gun in the West, I'd believe that that actor could play that character. Sure. So he's kind of doing a similar thing. He's the rival gunslinger yeah. in the movie. I think he's just kind of a badass, yeah. too. I just, I don't, I don't find him that scary, I guess, is my problem. Like, I never no. feel like, 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 the only reason he can kind of take on Logan is because he's surrounded he by, army. yeah, an army. Yeah. But I, I guess it'd be cooler if the villain, to me, was like a, like A Kilgrave type. Yeah, who just threatened Logan. Um, well, see, the thing about that, that did not bother me, because as a child, you're growing up, and Logan is basically the X-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the guy. Oh, definitely. He's unbeatable. He's the face. And you can't, he's not scared of anything. So I think if they tried to put, like, an intimidating villain, they have a lot of scenes where Magneto is trying to, like, get in his head, because mm-hmm. Magneto can manipulate metal, and he's yeah. made of metal. So that is... Can he, he just puppet him around them? Yeah. And it does not work well in Logan's advantage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how's that work? I haven't seen him face off, but does does Magneto not just destroy like, or does Logan not get to fight Magneto because it's just like, uh, in the first movie seems like a direct counter. Yeah, no, every time uh, it's and it, these effects aren't that great. Uh, the first movie, yeah, basically Alex showed me a, a helicopter scene. Yeah, from, from X One. I don't I don't know which one it was from, but uh, he oh where the he drives on the motorcycle into the helicopter. Yeah, he's, that's he's somehow Wolverine. yeah he somehow jumps on top of it and then he cuts the blades with yeah. his claws. So that's the worst X Men movie. X Men movie, and we pretend it doesn't exist, <laughs> even though it is technically the start of the trilogy that leads to Logan. Okay, but it is, and that they had the shitty uh, Ryan Reynolds Deadpool before he was yes. actually Deadpool. Yeah, that movie was. I've seen screenshots of that. Oh, it was seen it. a disaster. Yeah, that is probably my least favorite superhero movie, other what? than Fan Stick. What about Hulk? No, like one that actually tried that I was expecting to be good. Hulk was fine. It was just okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show you gave a thumbs up smiley face. <laughs> While groaning. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, but I, uh, the coolest fight, like Days of Future Past, when they sort of bring back all these old fights. In X2, they don't fight. In the first movie, he's basically just throwing Wolverine around and oh. they get other X-Men to fight Magneto. That's what uh, I figured you'd have to do. You, so, and then the second movie, um, Magneto teams up with them, so they don't fight at all. And in the third movie, which we also don't speak of, Last Stand, um, Wolverine keeps getting thrown around, and then he secretly tells Beast to sneak behind Magneto and stick him with a needle that cures mutant disease. So no. he's powerless. Yeah. Uh, which, it was very lame. That movie yeah. is bad. Um, but in Days of Future Past, the coolest way... This is Michael Fassbender. Isn't it amazing how people come up with ways to make these movies bad? Like, because uh, X-Men, you have some neat powers to play around with. Especially, I think, Professor X. It's that's such like, a that's big like, universe, too. And it seems like it's almost a no-brainer to come up with an interesting story in that. Yeah. Or an interesting action scene or well, something. It doesn't involve a needle curing someone's mutant powers. <sighs> that's such a long way to do it. Honestly, X2 is probably, like... It's definitely my, in my... I want to say top five superhero movies, but there's so many good ones lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the past three years I could keep it up there. Yeah. But for the longest time, even when Avengers came out, it was number two to Avengers. Mm-hmm. It, it's an impressive, even for 2003 or whenever it came out, it is still an impressive blockbuster film. Hmm. Um, X1 is fine. It's very good. What uh, an uneven franchise. It's all over the place. Yeah. I have no idea how they do this. Um, even Wol- Even though Wolverine, the prequel to Logan... It was just fine. It was a solid ride, start to finish. Same director, but he didn't have as much creative control because they're like, make a PG-13. Mm-hmm. And 
if you watch Logan, you're like, this should have never been PG-13. Yeah. Well, this one isn't, right? No, it's yeah, R. It's, okay. it's a hard R. Yeah. There is some decapitation. And some boobs. And some boobs. Yeah. At the very beginning. Um, yeah. uh, so, I wasn't really expecting that. I guess because I've been watching Marvel movies this whole yeah. podcast. I'm just not used to... Yeah. This is a very grown-up Marvel movie. Yeah, and then movie. I was like, oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> um, the coolest way Magnet- Magneto ever disposed of Wolverine was in Days of Future Past. This is Michael Fassbender Magneto, so mm-hmm. it's not Ian McKellen, and he's not just waving around his hand. He's much younger. Yeah, is there time travel in that, I guess? Yes. Okay. So the old mutants from the original movies are being killed off by Sentinels, which are created by the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Dinklage is the face of that. And... In the distant future, they are all being destroyed. Wolverine goes back in time to the young X-Men franchise, where they're all younger, mm-hmm. um, and young Magneto, young Professor X, young everyone who died and all that. Yeah. Um, and he goes on an adventure with them and it to save the people who are in the future fighting off all these Sentinels. Mm-hmm. And it is absolutely incredible. My childhood was brought back to life in a big way. And yeah. I like that more than Avengers. I still do. I think that is higher than most MCU films. Days of Future Past. Yes. Wow. But it was also because, and this was the same thing, I grew up with these characters, so I'm watching these very important scenes to me. Like, this is just someone, it's like a friend I've known my whole life. I've seen yeah. all these movies countless times. Yeah. I, you know, I don't like time travel much in films. I think what it's hard to, the to future? do right. I know, but well, I Back think, to, fu- to the Future is great. I think they so did light. it just like this. Hmm. They did it, this is, because also... It, it well, is, but Back to the Future too. I think... Because it's so silly. Yeah. Whenever, I feel like it's dumb to think about time travel in the context of Back to the Future. And they also do a pretty good job of not doing that much time traveling. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to keep it consistent. It's like, we got one line here, we got one line here. This line affects this line. Sure. The problem is when you're popping all over the time, then yeah. it's just a mess. This, I think, does a really good job with the time travel. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the coolest way that Magneto never thought to do in any of the original movies Michael Fassbender grabs a metal pole or barbed wire or some sort of iron, Mm -hmm. and he holds Logan up, and he runs it through his skin. So he now has this huge pole just twisted around in him, Mm -hmm. and he can't move. He's sort of just held suspended like a scarecrow. Yeah, so he heals around it. Yes, but it's stuck in his body. Yeah. And then Magneto throws him into the ocean. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck! Like, he was invincible up until now. I never thought of that. Yeah. Um, And he obviously, he's rescued at some point in the post credits they drag him out of the sea but oh wow so he's out for the rest he's of out that. of the rest of that film huh. it starts focusing on the younger I, really at that point. I mean i guess you just cut him into pieces you just cut the barbs and then it, they fall out and he heals around them so like if i got wolverine yes and i i chopped off a lunk of his flesh you can't because it's made of metal no his flesh not his bones it's to the metal yeah, like, like say I, I got his bicep. I cut down to the metal over here. I cut down to the metal over here, and then I sliced underneath it. Yeah. And then that chunk. Does yeah. that chunk have regenerative power? It does not. Just okay. the stuff around the metal. Hmm. You cannot clone Wolverine with your crazy science. Well, well, what if I separated, like, the joint, the metal joint? I don't know, because it's all, like, inside of his skin. It's like a metal skin in, underneath his skin. This his bones aren't made of metal. I thought his bones were made of metal. No, it's sort of, it's, I mean, they're covered with metal, but it's more like a metal skin underneath his skin. Hmm. So it's not the bone specifically. No, I I always thought it was that he had metal bones. I mean, they're probably infused with metal. Like metal-coated bones. 
it, they're coated, they're like, infused. Like, how did he... I thought he, like, fell into a vat of molten adamantium or something, and then, like, he fused to his skeleton, and then he healed around it, and then he had adamantium. I don't know where I got that I idea. don't know either. <laughs> Maybe a comic. Yeah. I don't know that story. I mean, it could have just been a kid in elementary school was like... I'm talking about yeah, it. Because, yeah. you know, making up our own little stories. He, yeah, he is a big name. Um, and I've never read any of their comic books, so... Well, I mean, this movie sort of points out a few. Though I might have had an X-Men action figure. Kind of like the one that the little kid is holding at the end. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I kind of wish they showed it earlier. Like, they showed, like, as soon as they got to the kid. Well, they got the comics. The kid playing with it. They had the comics. Yeah, and I just mean the toy specifically. Okay. Uh, so what do you think about Patrick Stewart in this? When you first see him, he's in the silo, and he has dementia. Mm-hmm. And you didn't grow up with him, so you don't see, like, your smart... The guy you look up to who's this genius. I mean, I still know the character he's playing. So, But what did you think? I mean, I think it... I think that's a good premise. It's like what happens when Mr. Brain gets Alzheimer's. (laughs) (laughs) It is a good premise. Yeah. And he's actually... I... The... um, Well, actually, but first we got... I'll say this movie starts off with a lot of action just straight off the bat. Um... Really, I thought it was kind of not slow for. Oh, you mean immediately? Immediately. Oh yeah, yeah. no, that was great <laughs> with the 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 head stabbing and the yeah. cuts off the arm. To me, I forgot. I, I feel like they. I wish they didn't do that. Oh, I love just because that's such like a. Uh, we know you're impatient. Take this. That's but that's kind of a western thing. They did that in a lot of westerns. Mm. There's just sort of a shootout immediately. Yeah. And this also the first big action sequence where they're at the at their hideout. That doesn't happen until thirty minutes into the movie. Yeah. Well, so to I me, like yeah, I just like just wait. Just trust your audience. But this is a be very patient. small, and I like. You're seeing Logan, and he's old as fuck, and he's after watching him fight for seventeen years, and he's invincible. He's like, "Don't shoot the car, shoot me. I have a job. I'm a fucking loser now." Well, not you yeah. Know, but he, I love that. Line, Don't shoot the car line. Yeah. That jumps in front of yeah. the bullets. And then he's, I, I just love that. It's sort of, just after not seeing where Logan's been for a few years. Yeah. Like, what's he up to now? He's an Uber driver. Yeah. <laughs> for limos. Yeah, that actually also bothered me a little bit. Just because, like, if I was Wolverine. Yes. And I needed cash. Yeah. And I'm in Mexico. Yeah. I, I just walk into the cartel's hideout thing. I grab a box of money and I walk out. He's old, though. He's done taking on cartels. I feel like it would still be easy for Also, him. he's trying to lay low. Again, I feel like if you're messing with a cartel, you're going to be on someone's radar. Yeah, the cartels. They're not going to be like, oh, by the way, FBI. Well, but I mean, the, they might. They might <laughs> barking. But <laughs> the FBI is probably also monitoring what the cartel is up to. Oh, fucking X-Men. Fuck the cartel. We got to track this guy down. I just feel like with with strength and claws and regenerative healing, you can get cash. No, I think... I think this was perfect. A perfect... Because it's not really a glamorous job. It's a really shitty job. Yeah, but he could just, like, rob gas stations. He's a good guy. He's not going to rob gas stations. They're insured. He he doesn't change the fact that he's committing a crime. I'm just saying... Even though he does steal from a gas station later. If you want... If you want... Uh, Logan in this movie... Yeah. And me with the same powers to have a money-making contest, I could win. That is, I've never be, wanted anything he'd, less. He'd be puttering around in his little Uber, <laughs> and I'd be out there, swing, swing. He's sh- just, also, swing. your claws yeah. are, like, coming out, like, all the way. Like, did you notice in the first fight, like, it's not yeah. coming out all the way, and he had to pull it. There's that one scene where you're sitting on I don't even bed. need the claws. I just need the healing. You barely heal. It's, like, getting worse and worse. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, he's still going to take a shotgun blast to the shoulder. Yeah. If I'm sneakier than that, I'll be fine. I, he's he's old. I think this is a perfect just career for him to have. But, oh, no, they closed the vault on me. Cut, scissors, 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 scissors. <laughs> I think I'm this out. is a young Logan. You should. You might be a Days of Future Past fan. <laughs> he does yeah. some crazy things in that. Yeah. Whereas this is... Does he rob banks? I want a heist he, film that's totally boring because he, he can just cut his way out of it. He doesn't anywhere. rob a bank. He robs... The, he breaks into the Pentagon. How strong are his claws? They can cut through pretty much anything. So, like, if he was... Uh, I don't know. Like... I think they might be able to cut through Captain America's shield. Like, if he was, like, next to, like, a redwood tree, could he just, like... How thick is the redwood? I mean, a couple cuts. Just... Yeah, it would have to be a few cuts, but yeah. Huh. Not in one smooth motion. Yeah. You could definitely. Hmm. They're pretty... I mean, you see them chop heads off in this yeah. movie. They're pretty strong. I just feel like he he uh, he could make money with that. <laughs> <laughs> He's done making money. He wants to lay low. What, you know what would know also be dead. a good job for a man with claws in his hands? <laughs> I, Chef. Chef. <laughs> they always need knives. What's a better knife than these? He doesn't really want to, you know, have a... Job where he's just stuck in one place. Yeah. He's moving around. Do you think location, when the claws location. are in his forearms, it limits his mobility? No, it does not. So it's past the wrist. Yeah. Well, I always thought, um, what happens if he ejects the claws with his hand, like his palms flat? And they does go he have? Because he only does it in knuckles. Yeah. So I wonder if that has something to do with that. I've always thought that. Hmm. And actually, in the first movie, yeah. um, Rogue asks. Does it, the very first line when you see him release his claws. Yeah, does that hurt? Yeah. And of course it does. <laughs> and he says every time. Yeah. Uh, so now he's super old and he's healing slower. Yeah. So now it per- hurts probably more. And he doesn't really want to put into any effort to rob right. a bank. We'll get back to it in a second. But last <laughs> comment about the claws. Have you seen, there's a skit online of these two guys who are like, the, the premise is that they're at this, like. College humor skit. Is it? I don't think it is. It's. It's a it's a YouTube skit. I know you've probably seen it. He's in cracked. One of the guys is in cracked. Yeah. Anyway, the guys there they can both buy one superpower, uh-huh. and they they write down Wolverine on the check, and the guy's like, "Oh, you actually can't just get Wolverine. He has two powers. You can only get one." They're like, "Do you healing want the healing the or the claws?" And they both get the claws. <laughs> and then it hard cuts to them covered in blood with claws. Like ah, <laughs> that's probably how it would happen. Yeah. Hey, Seth. <laughs> Live radio. It's called it it's called Lou and Greg is the skit. Lou maker. and Greg, but yeah. uh Greg? Greg's in cracked. He's in the, the escort mission videos, the video game ones. Look it up on cracked. Look it up. On cracked.com. What are you guys doing? Dot web. <laughs> Logan. Oh, are you doing a podcast? Yeah. Oh I'm sorry. Are you still doing that? Yeah, no, it's still it's on? still on. The mic and everything. <laughs> oh. Put on your blazer or you know. Oh, this is a bit. This is. I thought this is. This is gonna be on the air. It's gonna be funny. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be live. <laughs> this is actually the first one we're broadcasting, and we're on the BBC right now. Oh man, they have really high professional. Standards. I can't believe that British radio picked us up before oh, anyone else. No, especially Margaret since talk- Thatcher's a bitch. Oh, Whoa, geez. We don't can say only, that. We can only say. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep. That. <laughs> well, let's hope so. All right. Well, you guys have a good. Okay, we plan <laughs> on it. You sure you don't? Yep, still. Oh. <laughs> Mike is on. Loaded. Okay. Um, well, I'm just write a timestamp so make sure not all listeners <laughs> hear me say. <laughs> well, now you said it twice. I don't know. I'm gonna add two beeps. In. <laughs> now you need two timestamps. Also, I'm. I'm I don't, 
Should I leave a little bit of the C and a little bit of the T so they know which word it was? They'll but know. then they they'll figure it out. I mean, I guess if you can edit it however you I'm want. If I'm contrasting I'm... bitch and <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, now you should leave in uh, the C word and bleep bitch. <laughs> I or what if I just switch them? And then they'll be like, "Wow, what is that word?" Kitchen bunt. <laughs> Kitchen bunt. Well, now they definitely know what I said because I said kitchen bunt. Well, bleep that. <laughs> bleep all of it. Uh, bleep everything that's not. You can actually just cut the past two minutes out of the podcast. <laughs> Might contribute to the time. Uh, anyway, back to Logan. Mm-hmm. My favorite film of 2017. They are on an adventure to. All right, so the first fight uh, in where they get encountered at their HQ, and yeah. Stephen Merchant gets his skull caved yes. in or whatever, and kidnapped what do you think of that first fight sequence that sort of all everything goes or anything goes well there there is so they, they've gotten the girl from that one lady that one lady was like logan you have to tell me he's like no yeah and then they, he saw her at a hotel and he was like fine because yeah. you're gonna give me twenty thousand grand in cash well he's also still reluctant but this girl is yeah. sort of following him around yeah. And he sort of doesn't like her. And then when that lady dies, he kind of feels responsible. Yeah. So he's kind of just got to roll with it. Exactly. And Logan, I mean, not Logan, Professor X likes her. Yes, so. immediately. Because yeah. he just has a soft heart for young mutants, much like Logan yeah. was when he was a child. And he's probably, you know, still pretty guilty about yeah. killing everyone. Yeah, apparently. oh, definitely. And he actually, uh, right when he's going to bed, uh, before X-24, you know, oof, yeah. um, he has that moment where he's talking about I feel so terrible about New York and all that mm-hmm. so that's another hint at it um, but what do you think of the fight sequence uh, I mean you know I don't you care s- about fight sequence that much it's fine this is such a fucking cool fight sequence and you he's see Daphne Keene yeah he's stabbing heads and stuff how frequently do you get to see head stabbing in a film I mean like I watch a lot of snuff films <laughs> and it happens like all the time <laughs> I don't think that's true no okay not all the time <laughs> So, but what like the spear through the leg and yeah. I mean it. It's a it's a a violent fight scene. Yeah, which it's is done pretty well. But I still don't care about fight scenes that much. What about have you ever watched any westerns? Like, there's a lot of fight scenes in westerns. It's not about the fight scenes though. It's about what's in between the fight scenes. <laughs> you hate, but you hate like the shootouts, like High Noon. You're skipping around, like oh god, I gotta get him talking. Yeah, Ugh. I mean that's where the good. That's where that's where movies like mean stuff. They mean all the meaning, but you get like, like I'm still like, oh my god. Like, the best the best a fight scene that. can be is when there's like a character I really want to live, and I'm just like hoping they make it through the fight scene and then they die. Yeah, which is unfortunately they're a lot of times they're protected by plot armor, so you don't actually worry about them. Like mm-hmm. like when I'm watching Thor or something, yeah. I'm like, oh, does he make it? Yeah. <laughs> That's usually never a problem yeah. for Thor. So that kind of takes a lot of the fun out of fight scenes for me, mm-hmm. if I know everyone's going to live. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, uh, yeah, the fight scene's fine. I do... Uh, so, right after this... Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not right after this. Okay, after the gas station thing, he gets that phone charger. He's watching the video on his phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the lady in the facility, and they explain the origin of the kids. Yes. Okay, this is my first problem with this movie, is I think the villains are way too one-dimensional. They have no... You have to make the villains have a reasonable thing that they're, like, attaining to do. Like, they also think they're doing good. 
And then Wolverine's like, no, that's not the right thing to do. This is what I'm doing. It's the right thing to do. And they have like a conflicting thing. But like these these villains are just so bad. Like like they're just so straight bad. Like um, uh, at one point the caretakers for the children are like throwing them a birthday party. Yeah. And the the lead bad guy like, don't think of them as children. Think of them as objects. It's like, oh wow, how clearly bad is he? Well, I mean, they are man made. Yeah, but they're still children. Ah, but I understand where he's coming from. <laughs> I don't. I think I think they're painting him as like just all the bad guys are just bad, and that's that's kind of how they are in westerns, though. Mm. And I think I keep I've said this before. I think this is the best modern western since No Country for Old Men. I was so thoroughly impressed with how they tied this to the genre. There's so much symbolism and tie-ins to old westerns. Yeah, I just think that they could have given them a better reason. I'm not sure how you get them to make mutant kids and then also give them a better reason. Like, and also that's just a bad way. If you want to create an army of mutant kids, yeah, treat them nicely. Then they'll want to help you. If you treat them like shit, of course they'll hate you. Well, they're like, if you ever try to raise your own army, <laughs> don't be assholes to the army people. Be nice to them. Oh, you'd make a really great drill sergeant. No, no, you gotta be. Army has a half day today, nah, kids. Nah. You don't have to be like. You don't have to be all like. Candy friendly. pinatas. You just have to be like tough but fair. Tough but fair in yeah. the army. Yeah, that's what. Definitely. I feel like they're just exclusively tough. You you have to make them want to fight for you. If you just make everyone resent you and hate you, you're not going to have very good that, soldiers. Do you have like any friends in the military at all? No, okay, but the, the, they have a benefit of the fact that they're fighting for a country that they believe in and respect. Okay. And they're defending those values. So even if they don't like their drill structure or whatever, or they still like the idea of the country. Okay. They, they have an ethos and, a, and like a logic that like compels them to do stuff. Whereas these children are just like, hey, we hate you. You're objects. You don't count. Also, can you give I want to can you do me a favor now? The bad guys <laughs> think that they're more their things and you can raise them. Again, they realized like halfway through the movie, we fucked up. We can't teach them to fight. Yeah, let's kill them, I guess. <laughs> oh no, they have superpowers. <laughs> I mean, if you're going into this and breeding mutants for the very first time, I can understand the mistake. Just like aliens. I'm just saying. In the film Alien, when it, they bred the aliens, it backfired horribly. Would it kill them just to make the bad guys a little better? I feel but like I think they could have done westerns it. are so black and white with the villains. They're so intentionally bad. You can still make them be wrong. Like the Joker's still clearly wrong, but he's, he's got his insane motivation, so it's fine. Like he has a reason for doing what he's doing, even if his reason is nuts. A lot of also a lot of the old westerns, the villains are Indians. Oh, like okay, and here's so later in the movie, yes. they're they're chasing after these children with superpowers, yep. and <laughs> these soldiers getting maimed left and right. Yeah, who are these soldiers? Where do they hire these people who are willing to be murdered by children for this? If you, they're if passionate I, about their if, country. If I show up in that job and they're yeah. just like, "Oh, you only catch them?" Yeah, maybe not. I think I'm just gonna quit. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I think I pass on this job. I really think it's just. The I, army I'll go mentality. work at McDonald's, I guess. <laughs> No, I, I don't want to be mauled by this little Wolverine girl today. I think it's the same thing about the army. What if you're telling someone, you should go, you know, you should go take down these uh, terrorists who have a nuke. Yeah. They have it, and they could blow well, it up at any moment. I mean, a nuke is, like, that could kill everyone. Yeah. So, so that's your motivation. These mutants could kill no, everyone. No, 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 because, like, even if I leave, I could still die because the nuke. 
The 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 Wolverine girl is only gonna stab my eyes if I go try to fight her. <laughs> if I right. leave her be, she'll just go. What about a controlled bombing? Like a drone strike. There's gonna be a drone strike, but we need this kid. Out I mean, there. honestly, if you want to make a good analogy, it's like a kid with knives, <laughs> or a bear. <laughs> a bear with knives. I'm not gonna go fight a bear. I just leave a bear alone. But it's your job, which you decided uh, sorry, to pass. do. <laughs> I I quit. That's but you're so the reason these people joined the military. Well, they did. They joined like super military. And this this isn't even military though. This is above. They're security for a company. Well, I think there's. They definitely have some military experience. It's like they're working for a government contractor. Sure. Yeah, they're just really dedicated employees. Well, I think they just have a bloodlust uh, for children. For mutants, mm. they're that to them. They're not even people. Yeah, they're I think mean, that's the, the kids have definitely been dehumanized to them. <laughs> I just still think because they're made in test tubes. It's difficult for a big soulless corporation to motivate its <laughs> workforce to kill children. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna get into like a pro-life, pro-choice <laughs> argument pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, these the kids are already alive, <laughs> but they're test tubes, so. They're like, I get where the villains are coming from. I am definitely pro-mutants living. Yeah. Because uh, they're kids. And I'm also fine with the villain being black and white, because in the old days, in the westerns, they all the villains were Indians. Indians weren't <laughs> even bad people, but they were the villain in every fucking western. Yeah. To make the kids like, yeah, good thing we kicked them out of their land. Yeah. Have you not watched any, like, classic? Like, I've watched, like, The Searchers. You've seen I've Stagecoat? Some classic. Well, Indians. The TV are, show? No. <laughs> Stagecoach, the... What's, there's a TV show about... Um, Western? Wagon Train, that's what it is. That is... You've seen any Wagon Train? I've seen very little to none Wagon what Train. What about uh, uh, The Rifleman? No. Oh. Wait, so you have seen The Searchers? Yes. And then the Indian Are the Indians bad guys in that movie? See, that's the thing, is Indians, they're just kind of doing... I mean, they do kidnap the girl. Yeah. Which is not Gucci. <laughs> 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 to put it in John Wayne's vernacular. <laughs> Hey, Belgrim. <laughs> what you just did there is not Gucci. <laughs> Belgrim. <laughs> um, so I have no problem with the villains in this movie. Also, this is not... It's such a straightforward start-to-finish plot. There's not really any twists. It's just Logan is old and he's fighting bad guys one last time. Here, I got, I got another problem for okay, you. Okay, all right. Lay it on. <laughs> so they're driving... Uh, they're running from these people out of Mexico. Yes. Go on their way to Canada or wherever. Yes. And they're like, oh, we need to stop and clean up. And yep. we and we have this man in the back seat who's got uh, super brain. Yes. And Alzheimer's. Yes. Where should we go to clean up? Also, we also know that we're being tailed by crazy military people that will do anything. Where should we stop? Uh, I don't probably, think, probably a super populated. <laughs> I don't prob- think, like uh, big in the center on like on, on the on the strip. The we military, go to the biggest hotel. The military would not kill civilians. Yeah, but you still got Mister Brain. Yeah, but Logan has medicine for him, and he at that point he thinks he's taking his medicine. Yeah, but but we also know from Stephen Merchant that he hasn't been giving him enough medicine, but he still has been giving him enough. Seth might have ordered food. Yeah. I'm saying it's it's reasonable to believe that the, he might have a brain attack, so probably don't go to the center of the city. Also, it's not as good of a place to hide because you know 
Vegas is filled with security cameras and stuff. So if you're hiding from a super high tech company, maybe don't go All to right. a place that's so high, highly populated. Have you driven through Vegas? Cameras. Yes. It's exclusively desert except for Las Vegas. So where are you going to stay in the desert? A Motel 6 off the side of the way. There is nothing. It's the desert. There is no Motel 6. There, there is, there is uh, hotels by like the Hoover Dam. You could go to one of those. That was too far away. They had to stop at this point. Hoover nah. Dam is way more you could have, You could have gone somewhere other than Vegas. They definitely passed other towns on the way. There are no other towns. It's just Vegas in a desert. And Reno, there where there are trailers. Well, it's Reno. It's up in Reno. And they also realize, like, fuck, we should stay. They get better at it as he realizes, like, okay, I, he's never had a seizure yeah, They this get path. better, but they get to my next point, which is <laughs> the, their very next stop is with that lovely black yeah. family. I, they got to them, yeah. and I was like, ah, oh, I mean, that's... I guess it's cool they get to eat dinner, but eating dinner is kind of sketchy because, you know, they are being trailed yes. by this military yeah. force. And immediately, and, you know, you do know that something bad is going to yeah. happen. Yeah, and, and then they're like, but stay Logan, the night, and I'm like, oh, that's not good. And I'm like, Professor Xavier, really, you're going along with this? You're you're so smart, and you care about these people. Well, he and you think it's he's safe. old, and he has all... So, but Logan, the entire time, is like, we can't go to their house, we can't eat dinner with them. And yeah, he's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> so he's saying that the whole time, oh. but he has two people... Who are one's super young and one's super old and needy. Both of them are very needy. But he should have just stuck to his guns. Fuck you guys. I know what's going on. We're getting out of here because I don't want to see these people murdered. And then if he's just said that out loud, there's definitely like the family won't be like, yeah, you should probably leave. I oof, I don't know how you bring that up organically in conversation. He's I, also not a drama so, queen. So you're just like, he's too polite. <laughs> he's so polite that he gets this family murdered. It costs them their lives. If, well, he, if he was rude, they'd live. Professor X is also his mentor, so he's been sort of right about everything in his life up to this point. So he's like, all right, if you're really okay, if you think you can control your brain and keep the murderers at bay, we can just be there for like 16 hours and we'll be in and out. And I, you know... The girl can obviously hold her own. I can hold my own. Yeah. I just think... What are the odds they, the government catches up that quickly? They basically murdered that family. They should have known that was going to happen. Sure. They were completely responsible, and they, uh, they should have avoided it. I it, Logan was saying it from the start. Yeah. But Professor X is more of a happy-go-lucky, like, oh. He's, yeah. he's I like fuck. that. I, I enjoyed them being there up till then, because I'm like, oh, look, I get to see the characters talk and stuff. Yeah. And I think uh, Professor X has a good, like, exchange with Logan. And then um, when ugh, this was, they had the, the the second Logan walk in. X-24. Yeah, and the they, they deliberately don't show him. And then the Professor X gives that happy speech. I'm like, well, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't, There's but, no way that's Logan. But right <laughs> that's the most upsetting thing. That, so that was the very first heartbreak I yeah. felt in this film. And... He, after Logan is trying to please Professor X all his life, and Mm -hmm. he's just trying to be a good student, and he's kind of just like, and then he's kind of not his twin kills him. Well, and Professor X is like Logan. Yeah, that was a good line about him being a bad student too during the dinner, which I like. And you're not, you know, uh, Logan. You did everything right. You're a good kid. You made me happy, and then stab. Yeah. So Logan didn't get to hear about his fucking perfect day. That is so devastating. Yeah. And I love when movies can make me feel something that horrible. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, that's all undercut in the next scene where Wolverine fights himself, X-24. which I think is lame. I, I <laughs> could not disagree more. I was so fucking in love with this. To me, sequence. that's like like it's just like 
a kid playing with action figures is like, oh, look at my Wolverine. And then another Wolverine. What, all right, well, the very ding, first, ding. Uh, my mother was watching the movie because I told both her and my father to watch it because mm-hmm. uh, Daphne Keene, I think, is the best child actor I've ever seen. And um, this movie, it, it's a, basically a Western. It's just a lot gorier. My mm-hmm. mom doesn't do violence well. She was hanging on until X-24 immediately cuts off that guy's head. Yeah. Which she left. Yeah. Which is when the movie started picking up. <laughs> what did you think of that, though, when you see X-24 decapitate someone? I thought that was such... It's whatever. How often do we see decapitations pulled off so well? I said we probably saw them basically enough. <laughs> no, you just see head stabbing up to that point. You never see a full-on head separated from yeah. torso. I just think it's kind of lame to have a mirror matchup. Like, oh, look, it's Wolverine. But it's Wolverine. His, the whole point of the movie is he's old and he's trying yeah, to get like along youth so he's fighting his youth yes yeah. there's so much symbolism here yeah i just meh oh so the fight sequence and then the black guy uh ramps his car yeah. into the which is a super swell thing for him to do yeah. well then he tries Logan to kill Logan. got his yeah family murdered what did you think about um that guy should that guy got it he can you imagine what going into your house and your whole family's been murdered yeah. because you held these guests yeah that's rough. And the guests even seemed to be like... Oh. They were reluctant. They ba- Yeah. Oh. Basically, honestly, like, the family's reaction is how most horror movies start out. Yeah. Like, good people... Them, in- this movie, from their perspective, is absolutely a horror <laughs> yes. film. Yes. And I've seen a lot of horror movies. They were movies. way too nice you to don't be really, strangers. Yeah. You don't really watch a lot of horror movies. I uh, watched Hostel 2 the other day to get in the mood for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Eli Roth. Yeah. Um... Which is about, uh, God. So when I see decapitations in films, I'm like, that is fake as shit. And then when I see it here, yeah, it's... This actually, is, we do see, we don't see the decapitation earlier, but the girl does throw that head out into the dirt. Ah, what'd so you think of that? screen decapitation. You know that she means business. Yeah, it sets her up as a tough a little ombre. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Or ombre. The bad ombres. <laughs> They're not bringing their best people. Oh. So, you know, that's probably what got Trump to build the, like the wall stuff. He's like, oh, my goodness. I saw this documentary. Saw Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Six months after my presidency started. Yeah, that's probably what did it. The movie Logan. Little X-24 coming up from the south. We can't let her into our country. There were these really nice guys. <laughs> they, they, he had a robot hand. He was a hero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my accent's slipping, but you know. So, I huge. I really enjoyed this. That's sort of the second act ending. As soon yeah. as they, what did you think about Stephen Merchant sacrificial scene? That was cool. I, I was I was wondering. I, I kind of got the feeling. That I was like, oh man, if I was him, I'd just kill myself. Yeah. And so then what he was doing, I'm like, that's good for you and everyone. <laughs> you saved yourself. It, it's only, it, if only he did it before that guy opened the doors. Yeah. The movie could end it. Well. They could have gotten away more scot-free than they did. A bit. I mean, like Logan probably Professor could have X, Yeah, but at what cost? He's ready to die this entire time. Oh, yeah. The beginning of the movie, see a merchant's like, so you tried to kill yourself. Yeah. And Logan's like... Stay out of my stuff, <laughs> Stephen Merchant. Leave me alone, Ma. <laughs> so it's just, it's an old, decrepit Logan, and I feel like, you know, watching your childhood hero turn into that is mm-hmm. a tad heartbreaking. Yeah. And especially, and he's so wise with his old age, and Professor X is sort of just, 
He's senile, but he's also he's always been the optimist, mm-hmm. even when like bad stuff. He, I mean, who who opens a school if they're not an optimist? Yeah. What's the point of educating children <laughs> if you don't if believe you in the future? future yeah. <laughs> um, especially a school for uh, you know mutants. Yeah. <laughs> Seems tricky. Um, so then this act three begins and the movie slows down for me a bit just because I was so engaged in the X-24 Logan battle. Yeah. I mean, and once he can't save Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Oh, that's heartbreaking. And he says the, his last Do word. Do you think Patrick Stewart's performance was better than this or that Frasier episode where he pretends this. to be Frasier's gay this lover? Is his be- that is the, his second best performance yeah. of all. <laughs> They're saying he might, he's like in good running to be nominated for be- or best supporting. That's interesting. Because this movie, I feel like, is going to be... Everyone's going to be what like, would, it deserves hype. Blade Runner, um... Uh, what would... I bet that's going to get nominated for Best Picture, honestly. Um, Harrison Ford, is he supporting or is he lead? Supporting, he's not surely. lead. Yeah, he's supporting. Because I'd like to see him win. Hmm. Has he won an Oscar? He has to have. There's no for one of his performances? I believe a movie he's in has won an Oscar. But has he personally won an Oscar? That is interesting. That is definitely something worth looking up. And the Academy loves to do that with old actors. And I think Patrick Stewart has more years left than... Oh, I don't... Well, in this... (laughs) He's not going to be in another (laughs) Wolverine or... No, but he's like 90. Yeah. He's like crazy old. Well, not the actor. Yeah. The actor's 90? He's very old. No, the actor's not 90. Ian McKellen's 90. Well, Ian McKellen's way older than Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, I think, is deceptively young. I think he's going to be 60. No, he's in his 80s. He's in his 80s. Let's find out. That's my bet. Survey says... I'll look up if Harrison Ford was in an Oscar. Okay. This is the part where we Google stuff. This is... Stay around, kids. Just Googled him. I oh, Fats Domino me. died. Yeah, I saw that. Shit. Wow, he's 77. Okay. He's, so he's younger than you thought, but he is older than I thought. So we were both wrong. Yeah. William Shatner, how old he? Guess. I have it right here, so. Uh, 90. 86. Damn. Uh, you know what I've been watching recently? Maybe I mentioned this on the podcast already. TJ Hooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such you a have. fun show. Um, Dumb as hell. He was nominated once for Best Actor in the film Witness, 1986. Oh, oh. I was, I was going to try to guess it, but I couldn't come up with the name. That's the one where he's like the Amish. Yeah. Yeah. Which was God. a millionaire question. Damn. <laughs> Twice that. I, I wish I came this. up with that faster because that would have been, I would look smart. There was a game of Millionaire where we were playing the video game Millionaire, and that was the million dollar question. What's the last thing he says? Oh, yeah. In that movie, and none of us had, like... Do you remember what it was? No. Yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) I'm going on Rumspringer. Something like that, probably. (laughs) Honestly, I think I would definitely give the Oscar to Patrick Stewart over Harrison Ford. And I think... I think uh, that... Harrison Ford has some really good moments in... Yeah, he's great. 2049. Yeah, he's great. Patrick Stewart is playing this old, senile man... That we've loved for 17 years, and he's been playing an upbeat PG-13 guy. 
I definitely think the Academy has to give some sort of Oscar attention to Logan. I want it to win Best Picture. It's not going to happen. Absolutely not. <laughs> There's no One way. One day we will get I, a superhero. Is it be nominated? I don't even think it should be nominated. I definitely think it should be nominated, but again, I think I'm just wishing to. Yeah. I wishing to. Hope's too high. Yeah. I definitely think. I think the best. One day we're gonna have a superhero movie. um, I'm sure there's something for stunt coordination. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm thinking best supporting actor. I could see it getting something like that. Um, They'll definitely not makeup. They've been giving us visual effects for too long. I'm ready for superhero movies to take the lead. Like Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Lord of the Rings made. It was good. So was Logan. No. Well, it's not nearly as good. I mean the the. uh, I don't know. I don't understand the difference to me. There's both Return of the King and Logan are equally good in my head. I oh, love Return of the King. Of the scope is so much greater. I, I not no because I, I have still, 17 years of Logan memories, but and you but, have three years of Lord of the Rings memories. But they're so much bigger. Like the movie is huge. There There's are a so lot of many people. There's, it takes place over so many locations. I I don't know how Peter Jackson did it honestly because his other movies bad. Yeah, at best. And then Lord of the Rings, yeah. he just knocks it out it of the park. It's weird. I never like, thought like, about that. Like, that was... It's like he was put on this earth to make those films. Yeah. He did that, and then he should just have disappeared into something. Well, he made... Like, if he didn't stretch The Hobbit into three films, they might have had something else there, but no. Yeah. Instead, they fucked If they made up. it one, I think they could have made a really oh, solid film. That is film. so irritating. Yeah. I can't believe... Like, that is so self-indulgent for him to spread that out and, and make it shit. Why wouldn't he? To ma- make good art? He already did that. He doesn't need any more art. He yeah. needs more money. He won an Oscar for Best Picture. What more Man, can you, you want? You think he's listening? I would hate to eviscerate him like that. But he was definitely Peter wrong. Jackson. Come on the podcast. Oh, talk to us. No, you're listening. <laughs> You're one of three million. Yeah. We get it. Stop rubbing our noses in it. Uh, but like, I get those movies. He's very good at doing that. King Kong, 2005, not bad. It's very grand, but yeah. I don't think there's that as big a story to be told. Yeah. So Maybe I think, for I think him, it's his, all about source material. I definitely think there's a component to that. Hmm. If you make three, I, I just I don't know what else he could do that's like that. Maybe if he did like this stand. Which is a Stephen King book that covers like a lot of area and has a ton of characters and stuff. Like maybe he just needs. To tell, like, epics. I feel like if he told, like, if X-Men got rebooted and he did an X-Men film, a trilogy. Because hmm. there's a lot of heroes, there's a lot of different teams, there's a lot of content there. It's pretty big. I bet he could do a very good job with that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I've lost a lot of faith in him. Well, sure. Because yeah. of The Hobbit. And, yeah. Ugh. Could you imagine? Well, if, what a waste. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, back to Logan. Yeah. I think this movie deserves best picture. It will not win. Yeah. Uh, I think. What else happens between now and when they get up there? That's pretty much. He goes to the doctor. Oh yeah. The, uh, doctor's, the doctor's like, like you're, you're old. You sh- you're dying. But you're mutant, and that's cool. Can we talk about yeah. it? And Logan's like, I don't want to talk about it. See, but that doctor was me as a child. I grew up and became a doctor and met Wolverine after all the other mutants are dead. Yeah. That's amazing. I guess the next part they just show him driving and sleeping and then being driven by the girl. And then they make it to Eden, basically. Yes. Or they make it to the kids who are going to Eden, or that is Eden, and they're the, going no, to they're else. making they're crossing into Eden. crossing into Eden, um, like the promised land. Yeah. Uh, Which is what it is. Now here's the thing I thought was that interesting. That is so interesting. Why didn't Eden. the rest of the kids, yeah, like speak Spanish? 
because the rest of them speak English really well. But they were all in a Mexican facility. So why does only X twenty three have a Spanish accent? They a couple of them had Spanish accents for sure. She was not the only one with a Spanish. Well, okay, accent. at the very least, all the other they were speak all talking better English. English. Yeah, sure. And they well, I think that's to because the actress is Hispanic. Yeah, I just it's weird. She also that, spent time with that Hispanic nurse, like she was her keeper, and the rest of them. Yeah, nurses. but they, all their nurses were probably Hispanics. They, they could have been Americans. Mexico. We don't know. I, it's just weird to me. It's like it seems like if you're gonna make her Spanish, why aren't all the kids Spanish? They probably tried to teach. And by Spanish, I mean Hispanic. Yeah, the the nurses also cared for the children, so they probably wanted to raise them to have a better life. So they're like t- teaching them English so they can go to America, the land of the br- the. I mean, only free. they know English. That's what. Yeah, they do know English. What's her face talks to Logan in English. I mean, Logan but you speak Spanish. You think every single one of the I think most of them, I think enough speak English. I think enough of them knew to teach mm-hmm. the kids proper. They English. also didn't have much in the way of accents. The kids. They had a couple. I'm just saying it's like a tiny little detail. Could've, I think it's flawless. Shipped it up. <laughs> Still nothing wrong with this film. We are two hours in. Um, and then the government shows up. Oh. And I, then he sees a group of drones flying. Yeah. Here's a tip for someone using surveillance drones. Spread them out. You can see more. <laughs> <laughs> they had like eight drones all together. It's like you can see one thing with that that you could have seen with a single but drone. But all the kids are in one place. It's not like they're scattered but, but across still, the woods. But still, you don't know where they're running. They could have spread out. So make your drones spread they out. They probably were spread out. And then they're like, whoa, let's reconvene let's on this one drone that's because that's I where mean. it's finding all the business. Ah. Oh, do you fly drones? I didn't know you were a drone I have, I have flown drones. <laughs> Flown drones. I've flown drones, bro. <laughs> um, so, oh, okay. so, so like a during a military tactical operation. Yes. <laughs> I would love to, you to elaborate more. I can't, and you know I can't. It is. I'm protecting the country. Which country? I have an oath. I'm not able to say at this time. A country again that isn't ours. Uh, is this I, why you're so anti-military? I will say it is both our country and it is wink. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show he winked. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe you, <laughs> first of all. Well, that's fair. Second of I all. I am lying. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all. Or joking. The really. movie is still flawless up to this point. Then Wolverine takes all of the serum. Um... And he, you see OG Wolverine, and I don't know if this was on Reddit ever. Mm. There is a clip of him, I saw it on Facebook, doing that role. He's recording all the audio for when he's running through oh, the yeah, yeah. slant. And he's just running I on a treadmill, and then he's like, ah, yeah. that was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. What an actor. Yeah, I, I think his performance was really good as well. Yeah, Like his, his pained look when uh, he's putting uh, Little Old Man into the trunk. Little Old Man. <laughs> Uh, he's I'd give him best actor I would let Logan sweep the Academy Awards to me this was my Mad Max uh-huh. I'm trying to think how many movies I've seen this year uh, that came out this year yeah I've uh, seen so you've seen Logan you've seen Blade Runner you've seen Guardians 2 Spider-Man Homecoming yeah I think that's it uh, King Kong Skull Island, (laughs) which I guess has made it technically into your top five because you've only seen five. Well, top ten. Well, top six because I've seen Logan now. Oh yeah, so six. Yeah, but so I guess Kong is out. Yeah, Kong is out of the top five. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I really thought it had a shot. Have you really not watched any other 2017 films? No. Yeah, I don't like movies that much. That's crazy. (laughs) Did we not watch any? You oh, you watched Dunkirk. Oh yeah. Oh. (laughs) Love Dunkirk. So is Dunkirk still your favorite? 
Mm, Blade Runner might be my favorite. Okay. It might be Blade Runner, Dunkirk, It. Those, you keep naming movies that we weren't originally talking about. <laughs> well, It, I already said It. Oh, no, I don't think you did. We'll oh, have to rewind well, back. I, I did. Okay. But I probably just thought I was talking about It. As, as in Logan. Logan. Yeah. yeah that I is saw true. It. That is the confusing part of that <laughs> yeah. title. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think you've seen enough movies to warrant a movie pass. If you can get to 12, you've covered your bases. Yeah. And I think you might have seen I might 12. do it when I have uh, some movie passes. Once those run out, then I'll make some regal movie passes. Pa- yeah. Different. Yes. Yeah. I don't have a movie pass brand movie pass. Yeah. That's the best kind. Yeah. Really great. Um, wow. So this is interesting. So your top three. It made it to number three. Yeah. I like the kids. I think the kids More ensemble than Homecoming? cast. Yeah, that's true. I did like Homecoming a lot. And I didn't like the clown very much. But you liked Spider-Man. Mm. I'd say those are neck and neck. Okay. Those are really close for three. Okay. I can live with neck and neck. Uh, Marvel. Wow, so Thor could be your favorite movie of the year, potentially. I don't know if I can think it's better than Dunkirk or Blade Runner. Okay. So Just because those those are like serious movies. What if those Hot American Summer movies. came out this year? Oh, it'd still be my favorite comedy, but it wouldn't be my favorite movie but of favorite, the year. Oh, it wouldn't be your favorite film of the year. No. Okay. I love what Hot Americans... Comedies, you almost have to put in a different section than serious know. movies. It's it's really hard to directly compare them. Because, like, how do I... Clerks 2 is a comedy. Like, I like put that if I sit down films. and watch Schindler's List, and at the end I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and then I, I put on Wet Hot American Summer, I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. It's like my emotions are very different for those two experiences. Like, they're so separate, I don't know how I could possibly compare them. Whichever one made you feel the most of that emotion. Most of a feeling? Yeah. The most feeling overall? Yeah. Like, this movie made me feel all of the feelings. I laughed, I cried, I died inside. Wow. That rhymed, and you knew it rhymed. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I just came up with it here, believe it or not. That's crazy. Um, he actually just threw away, like, a tin sheets of paper. Yeah. He had other versions of that scribbled up. I was going to crumple up paper noises, yeah. but I don't have any don't paper because I threw paper. it away. I threw it away, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. In, In the, the panic. trash can. <laughs> Lit on fire. <laughs> not coming the, back. Actually, the house is going up now. I hope Miles Teller gets here in time. Oh. Well, he's probably won't. He's smoking reefer. That son of a bitch. I just can't respect that. Anyway. Anyway. uh, Logan. Yes. So. He's running through the woods saving these children. Yeah. And then I really liked towards the, like they're hunting down the kids. They sort of get all the kids cornered. And then uh, Logan's like, X-23, move whenever uh, I tell you to. And the guy, like the big bad guy behind all of this, starts giving a speech and Logan just shoots him. Yeah. Yeah. That Very was Indiana Jones. Yeah. Harrison Ford move, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know why Harrison Ford did that? No. Because he was sick on that day. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to have a whole choreographed yeah. fight, and then it didn't happen. Did. But that, now it's such an iconic It's so moment. much better that yeah. way. It's it's the same thing that he did with the... Uh, I know. Uh, I love you. I love I you. Know. Yeah. yeah. Harrison, he's got good instincts. Yeah. That guy. He I think of... he should be famous. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's earned it. For sure. Um... So at the end of this movie, what? Or so X twenty four comes back, and you're like, oh fuck, he's probably not gonna beat him, uh, and he doesn't. No, he don't. He gets impaled on a tree trunk after suffering a lot of other injuries. Yeah. Here's um, the dumb thing I noticed: when she's yeah. chopping the tree branch later, yeah. 
Like, it doesn't look like he's chopping the branch that's through him. Like, he's leaning against the log. The branch is here. And she just, like, chops behind him. And then he slides down. It's like, how is that connected to that branch? Well, he's not 100. His back is not touching the tree yeah, that I the mean, branch spawns from. Anyway, I thought it was a perfect game until that. And then I was like, that branch logic doesn't make sense. Yeah. Zero. Like, you said did. Zero? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Learn how to branch. What did you think of the end of the movie during the funeral where she is reading, quoting the Western film that they watched in the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it called? The, I looked up the movie. Sh- uh, Shane. Yeah. And I watched the movie after I watched this. Uh, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's very similar. It's like the same movie, except mm. without mutants. So yeah. worse, but still very good movie. I was losing it during this sequence, and she's reading, and just like, uh, there are no more guns in the valley. All the mutants are dead. Yeah. I thought that was fucking beautiful. Yeah, that mm. was that was a good. I think it's a, a solid end for what this movie was. But she turns the cross on its side to be an X because the X Men. Yeah, that was immediately. So already this movie had a hundred percent of the thirty. Yeah, and then the seventy percent. Who forget about it? It was a hundred seventy percent. Yeah, it was two hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, uh. I think you have a little bit of Homer bias with this movie. Uh, Homer bias? Yeah, that's what they call it when you're like, uh, like if you're a sports fan. Oh. And I'm like overly positive about, like if I'm a Yankees fan, I'm like, oh, the Yankees are great. They're always great or whatever. It's like, I'm being a Homer. I'm rooting for the home team. So like the X-Men are your home team. And so so you're, you're, any homage to them or any good thing they do, it's like, it's going to be double good in your eyes because you're rooting for them. I will say also this movie... The trailer had the song Hurt in it mm-hmm. by Johnny Cash. Yep. And I have always favored the Trent Reznor version of Hurt. But of Hurt. course, this is this the This turned version. me around. Yeah. I was not on board until I saw Logan. And it didn't even they didn't even use that song in the movie. They no. just used in the trailer. I thought it was very fitting. And the in credits the they did well, when here, the man oh, comes to town. Or fucking great. I don't know the melody of that one so much. When the man comes around. Yeah. When the man comes. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, I think Johnny Cash is a good ender for that. Uh, for yeah, the film. Absolutely. And I think Hurt in the context of the trailer was incredible. Uh, have we hit all the beats? Is it is it time? <sighs> I think so. I I could, mean we're we're an hour thirty. This is our longest podcast in a little bit. Non related to well last Wonder Woman went ninety. Did 90 it? minutes, yep. Yeah. So Oh yeah, it went exactly ninety minutes. Yeah. About that. Because uh, I think the final time when I was exporting it was one thirty oh one. Wow. I could talk about this movie for days. I think I've made every point I've wanted to make. This was my childhood dying. The first time I didn't cry in the theater, I was so blown away that they turned the cross on its side of the X, and I was just like, that's beautiful. I love everything (laughs) about that final shot. Yeah. And then the second time I watched it, I cried. Just a lone tear, not like burst out. Yeah. But it was. Not weeping. I was not weeping. All right. Also, I would like to point out, uh, I did bring this up to Eric. I watched it with my buddy Eric, Uh uh, our mutual friend. Yeah. When we watched Logan, I said, I know how I'm going to know, like, who the one is. The girl (laughs) I married. If she cries at the end of Logan. At the end of Logan. That's the one. Oh, goodness. I know. What a search. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You are the searcher. (laughs) Pilgrim. (laughs) All right, I'm dying to know, and this might spawn, who knows, another hour and a half of content. <laughs> Lay it on me. I, I, I think 
the closest Marvel comparison I can give for the quality of this film, yes, is Winter Soldier. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think this was a pretty well-made film that just kind of had a jumbled story. Uh, What was jumbled about it? Just the thing with, like... They just, so just they, plot, just, they just made so many questionable things. decisions that I didn't believe the characters were dumb enough to make. Like the, the house thing, the the going to Vegas of all places. The I, As I said, I think the villain was a bit too flat. I think they could have made them more compelling. I think all of these are classic traits in most Western films. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean I review Western. I don't Western. think you're a Western fan. I like TV westerns, and I like like the critically acclaimed westerns. I don't. Seen the I don't like a western just for being a western. No, well, I mean the good ones are obviously good. Yeah, I mean I haven't. <clears throat> have you is, seen the Unforgiven? It's definitely not a genre I've explored thoroughly. Well, you've seen No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. A great which show. Is very good. Yeah. Coen Brothers. Um, although that also my problem with that movie. When I watched it, I watched it again, and now it is not a problem, and I really love the movie. Yeah. I did not enjoy it nearly as much my first viewing as the subsequent I've only seen viewings. it once, but I loved it. It's gotten better every time. I've seen it two mm-hmm. more times since then. I hated that they killed off Josh Brolin, like, halfway through the film. Yeah. That was a very weird... I was looking to see if you had it. I do own it. You can borrow it if you want. Um, Where is it? It's on the, the award shelf. I have the Marvel shelf, then there's the award shelf, and then there's the fun, I why do I own these kind of... Uh, on the bottom, like okay, I am legend yeah, I and due date. Civil War goes on the uh, award shelf then. No, is it not? No, that's Seth's shelf. The top shelf is Seth's. Oh, uh, I saw the refinite and I assumed that that was the award shelf. No, the one below it is the award shelf. Okay, okay. Uh, with Pulp Fiction and Hateful Eight and Fight Club. Do you also have the Revenant? Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know we were moving yeah, in together when we bought the Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. You hate westerns. We get it. Give me your give me your review. Three point five. Oh god, damn it! <laughs> Ugh. Which is a fifty eight percent. That's not very good. It is just under fresh. Has crazy to yeah. me. Wow. I mean, the it, although I guess I was a lot of the shocked cool at Winter stuff, Soldier. A lot of your favorite parts yeah. from you talking about this video. You didn't really care hour, about the was characters. The action. The action. That's why. That's you mentioned that. Anytime there is the action on screen, my brain is like, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I also really enjoyed the cross turning. Yeah. I loved the bed scene where Professor X tells Logan about yeah. his perfect day. That was definitely, I think, the strongest scene in the movie. It was very moving. Yeah. And it was again. I was invested in these characters, so I think he probably ended up giving it the same score as my father. Well, it's, he gave it a 60. Yeah, but he was out of 5. Yeah, so, so 60%. Three or five, yeah, it's very close. Yeah. Nearly yeah, identical same scores. Same fucking person. <laughs> it's uncanny. 2% off. Whew. And honestly, I can't I can't get a 60% with our scoring rank. It's impossible. I might, if, I was, if I was rating out of 5, I probably would have done a 3. Sure. Yeah. But, well, I mean, you did watch it all start to finish. Mm-hmm. And you probably wouldn't have watched it otherwise. Yeah. Aside from this podcast. Uh, the results bananas. are in. Wow. Yeah. Who would have thought the 23rd episode would be our last? Does, tell me, does this feel kind of like uh, on election night you're watching and you're <laughs> like, oh, Trump's winning? No, because I always, yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I, I had like that feeling right before the election. I was like, Trump, I kind of, this, this bad. Right around There's kind of some bad, bad juju going yeah. on. And then it kind of turned. 
Right around day. midnight, because it, it was crazy. Nobody thought it was going to happen. Yeah. New York Times had the 85% chance that Hillary wins. Yeah. And, like, all that stuff. And I'm just like, okay, all the stats, all the polling, it looks okay. And then it's like, oh, no, Wisconsin, what are you doing? No. <laughs> Stop looking at the Russian Twitter bots. No. <laughs> Stop being all the voter suppression. No. Turn into a very political politically just, charged. It just reminded me of, like, you're, you're deflated, like, oh, I hope that he, and then, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the disappointment. one last thing we should touch on regarding the film, because the reason I thought you may like it when I saw it in theaters, because mm -hmm. I loved it yeah. and I'm seeing reviewers loved it. Yeah. I think a 93, I'm kind of surprised it has a 93 or two or whatever it has. It's just a I thumbs think, up meter. Yeah. That's well, that's, that's kind of how I'd rationalize it is like I was close to a thumbs up so I could see how more people who thought, who enjoy action more than I do. I could easily see how, if you like action, this pushes into a better, into a fresh territory okay. very easily. So one of, I think I read two reviews, maybe three, but I can only two off the top of my head. They said it's the best superhero film since The Dark Knight. Yeah. Which you strongly disagree with, clearly. Yes. Tell me, and I was thinking about it, this is clearly more violent than The Dark Knight. Yeah. There's a lot more continuity probably involved yeah. than the movie with only one movie before it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they're both solid standalone films mm -hmm. from start to finish. What are the biggest differences? To me, it's the villain. The villain in The Dark Knight okay. is the best villain in any comic book movie ever. Yeah, the he's... Joker is the best villain. That's he's he's more important to the Batman franchise almost than Batman. <laughs> I because I that's why I think Dark Knight Rises is bunk and the same thing about the first one. Oh, he, I love Batman. Junk, the Joker is it. He's the best. The Joker is it. No yeah. pun intended. The clown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, imagine if he was it. <laughs> Heath Ledger. <laughs> Back from the... Yeah. Wow. Do you think if he was still alive, they would have cast him? Nah, sure, that'd be too on the nose. I don't know. So it was Bill Skarsgård. I don't think he would have been good, honestly. I, I think you need a... A weird-looking motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you need... You need Bill Skarsgård. I just think... I just didn't like how they made him so jittery and jumpy. Yeah. Like, they... they that's not how Penny. That's not how Tim Curry played him. No, but I like the jitter. Tim Tim Curry just kind of had like that presence of like he was calm and collected. No matter, even if you think you're not in the trap yet, you're already in the trap. Like it's already closing in behind you. I am an omnipresent thing, and it's going. Yeah. And then he turns into a spider later. He gets real <laughs> shit. But uh, have you seen that movie in a while? No, it does not hold up. That's unfortunate. I regret my that. image of Tim Curry in my mind. I, I think I'm. Just oh, he's fine. he's okay. fine. He's fine. He holds up. He holds up. I watched it. I, or I just watched the highlights after we watched the new yeah. one uh, to see if it held up. Yeah. He's fine. There's a lot of terrible scenes in that movie that yeah. are just so dated. It doesn't hold up as much. Yeah, I mean, it's like 90s made for TV or something. It so. was literally both of those things. That's, that's not a great time for, <laughs> for television. No. Whew. Unlike now. Yeah. Anyway, that is, that is the oh, Logan man. podcast. Oh, God. I feel just as ravaged as when I watched the film for the first time. Yeah. Brutal. Um, <laughs> so what are we talking about next week? Uh, yeah, because we have one week before. One week before your huge vacation. Uh, let's see. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? We do. Well, I told you about Little Monsters. Yeah. I don't Howie Mandel. That. Wait, when are you leaving? I'm leaving on that Thursday, next Thursday. Okay. 
Because Thor Ragnarok comes out that Thursday. Oh, really? Yeah. So Well, I don't... Yeah, I think I'm leaving, like, Thursday afternoon or Thursday mm, morning. That would be too early. Yeah. However, if you left Friday morning, we could see Thor and do a podcast. Yeah. Um, I can... I'm not 100%. We can just workshop on it. Thursday. But we yeah. can be in discussion. If not, we can try and get Seth to watch Van Forstick. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely have a podcast for you. I also thought uh, it would be kind of... I mean, it doesn't... Well, and we have a two-week buffer, so we could even do... Sure. Yeah, whatever. We do, we do need to come up with another movie at some point, though, <laughs> to fill whatever this gap is. Yes. Unless we're going on hiatus. Oof. I don't want to go on hiatus. No. It's podcast too, is fun to do. It's too... We have three million fans. We can't yeah. piss that away. Yeah. People are going to stop listening if they don't get new content every week. Um... There are a lot of Marvel films we can discuss. We we can get another Trivial Pursuit game going. There's there's a lot of content in the Marvel universe. To watch Deadpool. To watch. Yeah. I haven't seen Deadpool. I don't think you're going to like it if this is your Logan <laughs> review. <laughs> but yeah, we could watch Deadpool. There's there's we'll we'll text. Yeah. We'll be in communication. We'll find out. We'll you'll find out. you'll find out you when it comes out. You will be surprised. We don't give you any information prior. I mean, you're clicking on when you're binge listening to all these. You're clicking in like, oh fuck, the next week is uh, Glenn Gary Glenn, Glenn Ross. Ross. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> the sequel. Yeah. Glenn Gary Bedrock. If only. Yeah. All right. Well, I have been Jordan Peoples, and Marvel has sucked. I'm Does Kate. that ever hurt worse? <laughs> uh, I'm Cade Weiberg, and no, it has not. <laughs>